ready for war, Joe. How you wanna blow these spots? I know these dirty cops that'll get us in if we murder some wop. Hop in your helmet, the punishes ready. Meet me and Beatles with noodles, we do this do while he's slurping spaghetti. Everybody kiss the fucking floor, Joe. We crack, fuck them all. If they move, noodle, shoot that fucking whore. Dead in the middle of little, literally little. Did we know that we riddle to middle, man who didn't do diddly? Hey, so you know what that sound is? What sound? That sound is Goldfarb backing into the playoffs. <laughs> We're live from Fiddle Six on this beautiful Thanksgiving Eve. We've got a great show for you today. We've got Kevin Heller right now sitting in last place, who's going to be coming in for an interview. He's been the subject of many negative um, comments by myself mostly. Hasty hasn't really contributed, and Hasty's <laughs> here as usual as well. So before we get to the interview with Heller, I think there's 30 for 30 is a great series and it's, it's touching. It's the stories are just compelling. They draw you in. And there's another one coming out very shortly. I believe it's in January or I'm not sure exactly what the date is, but uh, it's one that I'm really excited to see. What if I told you that one of the most pathetic fantasy football seasons of all time was actually the beginning of a second chance? That a beer combine that caught your boss's eye would lead to a tryout? That benching that he impines while being an absolutely terrible, horrible, disgusting decision was actually the beginning of an MLB career? That losing makes you reevaluate how to win? At the end, is merely the beginning. What if I told you none of this actually happened? That benching Naheem Hines wasn't still as incredibly stupid. That you ran a 5.240 and puked between your broad jump and shuttle room. What if I told you Steve Cohen doesn't even know your name or that you exist? Tune in on January 6th at 8 p.m. for our newest 30 for 30, Hell or High Water, presented by Big Head Small Cock. <laughs> what a story i've got tears in my eye from that one. Oh man that's gonna be better than bo jackson <laughs> i mean it's a great story so we've got kevin heller here currently oh. sitting in last place and in his girlfriend's high school bedroom in his girlfriend's yep. high school bedroom yeah yep. and what what type of bed is that heller it, that you're sitting it's on a, right now it's a twelve. It's a hybrid between a twin and a full. <laughs> a lot of other boys probably been in here at some point, but you know, Thanksgiving Eve. At least you know they things, couldn't have been big boys. Crazier, <laughs> crazier things have happened. <laughs> yeah, Hasty's definitely not fitting in this bed, so he was it wasn't him. But I'm pretty excited about the thirty for thirty. I'm pretty excited about this interview. You, you know, this, this might be the, the one we've been looking to most. Well, I will say I'm attacking this interview with uh, thinking Hasty is a grand person and AJ is a grand editor and Berg is a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start with that, but then I'm, I'm ready. Maybe that's the strat, right? Like if you know you're going to come in the bottom six, maybe the strat is – 
to just flood the group chat with texts and be a total douche so no one wants you to caddy for them? Is that the move? Are you asking me? I'm yeah, asking you. Like, like, is this is this strategic? <laughs> um, I don't think anything I do is intentional. <laughs> make people not want to hang out with me. I think it's just my personality. <laughs> so, you know, someone else is laughing. Just to clarify, there's a fifth Julia. voice. Who's drunk? There's a there's a fifth it's a, it's voice. It's the guy there. under Sam's bed, Jeff. <laughs> Elijah, get out of there, dude. So, not again. I, it's it's funny. After I wrote that ad and recorded it i then looked at my team and i looked at the fact that i'm only 30 points up on you i'm playing you this week and i've got bomb squad next week and i'm just thinking like i i'm i'm a little worried that like i'm starting i might be starting another p run i dropped Aust- amical picked up austin eckler is coming back it's all it's all coming together but the only good thing actually- is that like for you, no matter what, I'll be in lad. I'll be in last place next week too. So yeah, but if you get awesome Eckler back, that's a big deal. Here we go. And he, I mean, he actually wrote. He I think he I think I don't know if it was an interview. Like there was some some post about Eckler saying he'll be back for the playoffs, and he's not talking about regular football playoffs. He's talking about <laughs> fantasy playoffs. So, I thought he was call, I thought he was talking about the consolation bracket for losers. Who drafted I think, Austin Eckler? Exactly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know how many championship teams are still rostering Austin Eckler. Um, but either way, first question, just to kick things off, is: Do you think that you actually have a chance not to finish in last? I do. So, couple things that are working in my favor, and I think. First of all, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of Omar's Angels, especially anyone who might win and have the chance to pick someone to caddy for them. Those people, I hope, have the best Thanksgiving. Um, but I do because <laughs> I'm convinced that Sam Berg actually wants to finish in last because he wants the attention on himself forever and always, hence the podcast. So when I beat him this week, and he inevitably loses. I, I think you're my only chance, Berg. I don't think I can catch anybody else. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think I beat you. I beat Glenn the week after. You lose to me, and obviously you get boat raced by Ian's and Fish's team. I'll win. That I'm very convinced. Illegal. Well, class of 07. But I feel like you guys have hammered that point. Yeah, we don't need to revisit the the great disaster of of 19 good to see Um, aj here too so it's fair to say (laughs) has to stay on mute it's fair to say you feel very strongly about wanting to beat me this week i do well no it's not personal i i i like what you said i think you want to come in last but like kind of act like you're trying to win and know you can't win next week you can beat me. I'm very beatable, but I'm determined to not come in last place. And I think I'll beat you this week. And it'll make for a very interesting. Like, I think, I think Berg wants to be a good fantasy manager, but he also wants the excuse 
if he sucks, like if he loses. So like he's trading with his best players, like getting picks, right? But like, so um, but he's I still hustling. Like he's still making I, plays. I, I did the same. I traded away my best players for keepers. Like we did the same thing. You traded away your first rounder. I traded away my first rounder. You got a much better deal. I didn't deal with the class of 07. So like naturally I didn't get as good a deal. Uh, but yeah, I feel good. I so, don't feel so great. <laughs> awesome Eckler was designated for a return today and he practiced yes. at what point is he going to find his way into your starting lineup and are you still going to start damian harris you're going to make the mistake of sitting naheem hines again if austin eckler's active he starts for my team yeah no matter well, who sits. No, Either Naheem Hines or DJ DJ fucking Jake Luton, Mike Glennon, motherfucking Shark. But I've I've sat I've sat DJ Shark once all year, and he scored a hundred points with Jake Luton. So in there, yeah. I'm Regardless, a bad man. I'm sure you'll make. I'm sure you'll make the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> if we just take yeah. what you've done this year, like I'm not worried about you making the right call. Um, so I, I know you guys you, are going to do awards later, but can I bring up that he sat any defense playing Carson Wentz? Like, can we, like is that going to be talked about? That Sam Berg sat. We can talk, the we can talk about it now. I didn't. That I didn't played put it against in. Carson Kevin Wentz. Kevin came in ready to go. This is an interview. They about scored twenty-five points. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry. Please keep going. This is the most fun I've had. On this spot all, all the year. Cleveland Browns scored twenty-five fantasy points for a defense, 22. and Sam Berg. 22. Have you watched Carson Wentz this year? Like, Holy as a Giants shit. fan? I have. That Colts would have, fan. like, made this game competitive, Berg. It would have. I still would have lost. But I would be up more, uh, more points on me. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all. Alright, I'm ready for that the will... interview. I apologize. No, it's all good. I no, this is the interview. Prepared We're doing and, a lot. And ready to go. So, I'll steal a line from Zach Galifianakis here, but when you were drafting your team, were you ever worried that they'd be too good? I was. I was. I, had, I hung up from that draft. And one thing I enjoyed was you and mostly Max and Ian was never there, so he can't count. But, like, Fish taking so many repeat shots that he had to draft all the Bills instead of me taking all the Bills. Max taking the Jets, like – I missed that this year. So like people were actually normally drafting picks and I think that hurt. And I think taking any Colts player named T Y Hilton was a fucking terrible idea. Who was your um, first round pick Kev? Josh Jacobs. Ah, oh, Josh Jacobs. That's right. You went Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler back to back. Which was a good pick. Yeah. Like but, honestly, but the week, by the way, Yahoo did Josh predict Jacobs. that you'd have two wins. It was the only thing they got right in the pre-draft rankings was that you would be in last. It also they had me in first. Did so, they really? Yeah. What? It's good to show you Yahoo stinks, but I feel like Yahoo's right. pretty spot on. If you that's my that's impressive. They, they feel pretty right to me. They said I was going to go ten and three. Yep, they were wrong about that. Oh, that was terrible. They right about that. Um. So while we're continuing, like, what, what is the plan for next year? Because I know I've given you shit 
Um, and I think it's well-deserved for this year. Like you, you, you mm. can admit that you haven't done things to maybe the level that you're accustomed to, but I do think you'll, I mean, you can't do worse next year. And it seems like you have some semblance of a plan for next year. So I want to hear about how Cooler Head Prevails is going to use this year as a learning experience and go into next season learning from mistakes and really um, doing what I think everyone expects you to do in the league. Yeah, appreciate the question, Samuel. Um, I think the first thing is I've been uh, through this quarantine, I've been training for the beer combine, which if I have a little bit of time, I would love to get a little more clarity on what that looks like from uh, Mr. Yeah. Samuel Hasty. Um, but I'm ready for it. I'm not afraid of it, but I don't need it to be. I want it to be you, Berg, or AJ, who's sitting over here, or Danny Z. Who's the enemy here? No yeah, n- not afraid. Not afraid. I'm ready for it. I've been training through mostly drinking, but also there have been some workouts thrown in. But nice. plan for next year Pel- is Peloton workouts or? A lot of, yeah, Peloton. Hell Stocks yeah. through the roof. What uh, do you think? What do you think actually? Um, what do you think you'll run the 40 in? And what's your best 40 ever? Because you actually are, you were a very four, good 4'6. Six. 4'6 six is my best 40 ever. Um, my goal would be five, probably. Mm. I think. But, like, that's the first event, right? Like, that's the most sober event. Yeah. I or would I say know. so, though. It would be – I would like to move it to the last event because – No, the Wonderlick. Wonderlick has to be one, the last Yeah, the Wonderlick test is the last thing that happens. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, but it might be the ninth about, event. Anyways, about next my year. plan is I have two good receivers going into next year. I'll have – Chris Godwin and uh, Justin Jefferson as eighth and 12th or 11th round keepers. Um, I'll finally be getting rid of Josh Allen, even though that's my boy. Love you fish. Um, You know, that's it. Like we'll go running back heavy again and uh, we won't draft any Colts probably. It's just poison for my brain. Um, and I'll just bank on, uh, you know, AJ having no picks, Highland having zero picks and also not winning this year. Like, you know, classic case of 07. I know we've beat that into the ground, but it's true. AJ has been a champion. Highland is having a kid, like dropped that bomb last week, but yeah, that was wild. You know, I didn't totally appreciate like, Ian's fake news analogy of last week that like, yo, Kev goes into dolls and just spends $200 and like Ian would rather take the girls out to lunch and like wait a long time and and have a bunch of dates with them. That made no sense because he also just (laughs) made up some fake news shit that like he won the league or played in the championship or like maybe made the playoffs once. That was the most bullshit story I've ever heard. So like, Ian came in in with a hit list last week you were on the hit list but he just made up lies he just said like i've been in the championship and you were like really and you're like oh no maybe i made the playoffs once and you're like oh yeah and you took the strippers out for dates multiple times afterwards and got nothing out of it 
welcome to dolls. Like that was his strategy. And this is my strategy. I go all in in one year. And I, if I win, I win. And if I lose, I fucking lose. So be it. I'll be back. I know you'll be back. Yeah. We're not worried so, about it. So I guess, like, let's let's take a second here to talk about the logistics of the combine. Because, Kev, I know uh, yeah, please. coming up on time for you here. So um, there are Ace four. got to get dinner soon. You know, in my, in my head, there are four events ahead of dinner. Four events. Four events. Well, I mean, the test is number five. So event test number one is the 40-yard dash. Okay. Event number two is the bench. Okay. 45-pound plates. You got as many reps as you can. 225 or well, 135. We're going to do 135. Just given the fact that we weren't sure. If, we're not. We're not. We want to see you actually. If, if Bird comes in last, it's definitely If I do it, it's 225. I don't think I can do 135 right now. So we'll do, we'll do 135. Um, because right. okay, and then uh, there's the like the third event is supposed to be like the shuttle. Yeah, five ten five. There's five events. There's yeah, five events. and then and then the next event is a is a mile. The way that I've I've seen it before. So you finish with a mile where you have to take oh, a drink after every lap. Oh, oh, so we're not doing the NFL. So you mind. finish with four drinks. Time. So yeah. this is news to people, now, right? Like, well, what I'm saying that, though, I didn't, like, I we can adjust, right? I'm saying I'm open. I'm open to pushback here. This committee, four-person committee here, can no, make, the, make the final assessment. I'm a so week they, away from losing this thing, so we need to establish yeah, this. Let's establish. Yes, I but Kevin, time. I need to be the one. I got that has at least twenty minutes till dinner. So please True. let me. Okay. All right. You have it's, that. You have that problem. I know. I've been to therapy many times. Thank you. Forty-year-old. Uh, Shit, now you got me all fucked up. Shout, out to, over, for, shout nice. out to Goldfarb for sending me down this goddamn spiral that I'm in right now. Um, 40 yard dash. Yep. Uh, bench. The bench. Yep. 510 drill. Broad jump, high jump, Wonderlick. That's it. Okay, That's so the only, only thing is like the high jump. Well, don't you need tools to do the high jump? Yeah, you're right. Just slide it's a piece of paper. Piece of loose leaf under no, Kevin. Like I, I think I agree, but I think I think that's we can get rid of high I think honestly, for the high jump, go to a basketball park and just see if you can touch rims or see how high you can get on the rim. That's pretty simple. Hey, see, I'm a, I'm on board. Mile chug like, of beer. Yeah, after I, I think it should all be able to because you could do it at place. a track. Yeah, it should all be able to be done in one place. So that's why oh, I think. Oh shit! I'm getting really nervous now. It gets complicated. I can't drink. Like, but let's, just let's get high jump out. But just to clarify, it's like run. It's like chug a beer, run the forty, and then yeah. there's like no break, right? Right. There's, a, like, there's right. a beer between each. Yeah, a beer between each event, and then the way it has been done before is when like you finish with the mile and you have to drink a beer between each lap, which is the worst part. Like the fi- the finish is the worst. We don't have to go that extreme because that's just a lot. Of I don't think. Right? I'm gonna be honest. I'll die. I haven't had a. I'm in. I haven't had a. Okay. So yeah. we got so we got that means uh, Berg has to, I need Berg to say he's in right now though. Otherwise I need you to be in. I will I will I will not do a beer between every lap because I think I shot. will die. Fuck you. Way easier. <laughs> not way easier. Would it help if you put a dildo in your bum and put it inside? Yes. That would help because oh, I could I could poop out the beer. So okay, so here like here's an option. Let's just see if we agree. I also found so the Wonderlick test online. I have the link and everything. 
50 questions, 12 Amazing. minutes, all set up. And, and you get, you send the results to everybody in the league. But first, the, first the event is chug a beer, 40-yard dash, chug a beer, 45-pound, you know, 135-pound bench for reps, chug a beer, do the 5 10 five. Uh, chug a beer, uh, do the broad jump, and then we'll finish with the mile. I'm down to cancel the the broad the jump to get more mile. Okay, I, yeah, yeah, I think I don't think we I think we just do the four, right? You finish yeah. with the mile, and you just have to take a drink between stops. You can do a shot if you'd prefer over beer, and then you take the wonderlift test. So it's four yeah. beers for the mile, right? No, I guess it's one or in between each lap. So it's three at the end of one, at the end of two, at the end of three, and at the end of four. So it's four. That would be four. Four. Yeah. Math teacher. Math. Right scholar. Yeah. So it's seven beers. Pre-Wonderlick. One before the 40, one before the bench, one before the broad jump, and then three. Yeah. So, or four. Yes, that would be seven. I think seven beers is super reasonable. It's going to take you and like 45 like, minutes to run the mile. Let's be honest, right? Like you'll have plenty of time to detox in the mile. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Berg has to say he's in. He can't coward out. He's two games right. up. If he cowards out I'm in. now. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. There we go. Done right. deal. AJ, what do you think? All right. Wait, I have a question. Awful. Can I can I do this? Or can can the event space be hosted in Hudson, New York, or the Met Gala? I think one definitely. Lots okay. of space up there. Two, I don't know if I don't know if we can make that happen. We gotta can ask fire, Alex to call call Mike. Can the firefighters museum host it or are they a sponsor? <laughs> I think I think we got them to for the barbecue after. Wait, no. <laughs> Maybe, All yeah, right. We'll wait till our, till our till our next ad to see if that's the case. Well, Kevin, uh, it's been an honor. Yeah, it's been great, man. I appreciate you coming on. I love you as a person. I'm sorry that I was so mean to you about your fantasy football team this year, but I do hope you lose this week, and I can't wait to bury you. And I will say, Kevin, I genuinely hope you win this week. Good luck, pal. Everyone hopes you win. No, I, I, look forward, for you. I, I will mean, look forward no, to hearing the spread. To my brothers, I love you guys. Thank you for having me this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Love you guys. Say hi to Elijah to for us. Up. See ya. <laughs> All right. We have another ad. This one is from our president for the next 53 days. And it's about COVID. So it's a somewhat serious topic. And I think he's really led the country with a ton of empathy. He's He's got the emotional intelligence of a gerbil um, with autism. So this ad is showing you how he dealt with COVID. And I think it's very important for us to listen. Hi, perhaps you recognize me. It's your favorite president. So I left the hospital so strongly, so powerfully. And I was ready to leave after two days. I had defeated COVID and death after two days. And... They said to me, sir, you can't leave, sir. Jesus took three days to defeat death, sir. And I said, darling, maybe I'm a little bit better than Jesus, but we like Jesus, we respect. You know, he did some strong things. So I said, okay, for you, darling, I'll stay. I'll stay one more day, one more day, just so Jesus doesn't feel too bad that I beat his record. So I stayed a third day just to be nice. And then I got home, and did you see how I stood on that balcony? So strong. Jesus never had a balcony, and he never had to deal with COVID either. 
God bless you. God bless Omar's angels. Have a great week. Bye bye. All right. All right. All right. Man, so, I'm gonna miss him. Dinner is, uh, you know, it's almost dinner time. I, we know. So let's Everybody dive into some recaps and awards, time. huh? So we're gonna go recap awards, um, and then into the betting lines from last week. So playoff picture. First things first. Heller has not clinched the beer combine yet. However, he is the first team that is officially eliminated. We obviously know that there are multiple teams that have no chance. My team, Danny's team, AJ's team, all teams that really don't have a chance to make the playoffs, but there still is a path uh, that is possible. More than likely, those teams will be eliminated by the, by the end of this week. But when it comes to the playoff picture, ISIS and Goldfarb, they're the only two teams that have officially clinched the playoff spot. One more win for ISIS, and they clinch a bye. I guess the question is, with Goldfarb, we know he's making the playoffs. Do you think that he is going to be able to hang on and get himself into a bye week? Or do you feel like the end is near for him and no. he really is backing into the playoffs? And you know what? Like, I don't think like the end is not near because he's going to get CMC back in week 14. Like he's, I think he's going to, he might be like the fifth seed, but definitely gonna make the playoffs. And when Galladay and McCaffrey are back and healthy, like I think he's rip roaring again. I really do. I mean, especially if Russ gets it together, there's a reason Gold Farms won eight games and it's because he's got the least points scored against, but also he could potentially still compete when those guys get back. Yeah. Ultimately you play against your opponent and it doesn't really matter what the rest of the league does. And again, he's got is it seven wins right now. Uh, eight. He's eight and three after this week, which is just remarkable. Remarkable. We'll talk about that game as well. But like you get like John U. Smith, great tight end when he's healthy. Like, Mike Williams has been looking good. You get CMC back. You get Galladay back. Like, I, I think his team's plenty good. And I think they can. You're not wrong. Like, I think they can. I think they could make it. If they don't get a bye, I think they'll make it. To, they have a chance to make it to the second round. I still think the fact that he doesn't have anything in his free agent budget does hurt him as it relates help. to picking up a defense in a spot start situation, something like that. Or, you know, if one of his running backs or guys goes down or someone like a Pittman pops up and is, is playing at a high level, it's going to be insanely difficult for him to actually grab them in a traditional waiver format. So I think he's behind the eight ball in a big way with that. Yeah, but he's eight and three. Like, I think he's okay. Right. Um, he's making the playoffs that we know. I'm, I'm playoffs, saying got a good team. I think he's going to be fine. hundred percent. So next two teams, you're one of them. Love you, Al. Sorry, keep going. Between so Max's team is really starting to roll, and they look really good, and they've got pretty close to the highest point projections in the league. Again, I don't know how accurate Yahoo's point projections are, mm. but he's getting Chris Carson back this week. Yep, he keeps winning. He he's got a shot to get himself into a bye week. I mean, if he goes two and zero, Glenn's team loses, Goldfarb loses, he definitely can find himself in a position to actually not have to play in round one and you know 
put himself in a position where he's in the semifinals automatically, and all he's got to do is win two games after that. Yep. You, I mean, he, he can he can definitely beat Fink. He's got I mean uh, Highland. He's got Highland next week. Yep. Um, so uh, he he definitely has the potential to win out. And then you. And then me. I think your team's dangerous. Thank you. And I'd like you to, I think, I think you, you speak negatively about your team, but I want you to actually talk to people about how you actually feel about your team. Like when you talk to me about your team, like Mm. I want to hear how you actually feel about your chances to win this league. Yeah. Well, so like there was a period there where I didn't have Nick Chubb and Devontae Adams together for a little bit. And that hurt a lot. Um, and there was also a period there where Cam got COVID and like forgot how to play football for a bit. Now Cam's not great. Cam's not a top 10 QB, but I think what Cam showed against Baltimore is that even against a really strong defense, like he can, he can hold his own. Like the weather was brutal and he was playing a great defense and he still put up 16 points. That's not great. It's not going to win you a league, but I think top to bottom, my team's pretty like strong. I mean, I think, I think Cam is going to, has a, like, aside from what he did at San, against San Francisco, I think he's got a pretty high floor. Um, and I think he's playing better and better every week. Devontae's dangerous. Cooper Cup is like, I actually don't love Cooper Cup. Like, obviously, he killed it last week, but he seems to be getting like, you know, his floor is lower than it was in previous years. So hopefully, with this new golf offense where they're like trying to throw more and be snappier, I mean, like, I feel bad for like the Daryl Henderson owner. Uh, for example, because I know they're running less and less. If that keeps up, then like you put Adams in cup one, two, I feel pretty good. And then obviously Chubb got most are coming back. And Mark Andrews, the other thing is like, if you got, if y'all don't know, Nick Boyle just tore his ACL. Mm -hmm. Um, So like Andrews is like getting last two weeks, he's gotten much, many more targets and and more air yards and stuff. So like, I feel really good about my team. And I think Pittsburgh's defense is one of the best from a like point getting perspective in the league. So yeah, I think I'm dangerous for sure. But like bomb squad is on a different level. And I think that of all the teams in the league, I'm probably most scared uh, other than bomb squad, probably most scared of Max's team. But I think like Glenn's team is right there. And I know that's weird because Glenn's had some losses and they've like Jonathan Taylor has shit the bed a few times for sure. But if you look at Derrick Henry's schedule coming up, it is scary. And Derrick Henry put up 50 points against me when I played, excuse me, when I played Glenn. I could totally see that shit happening like again. And if it happens when I play him or when, if it happens when, when Max plays him, like it, he's going to be tough to beat period. Yeah. So I'm hoping for a competitive playoff. I think everyone agrees that the favorite by a, by a large margin is, is, is the bomb squad uh, and the two headed monster, Ian Goldberg and Christian fish. And but yeah, all we can hope for is that there's at least some competitiveness in the playoffs. Now, a team that definitely could have been competitive, but just can't seem to get out of their own way is Weiss. Now, Weiss is not officially eliminated. He does have a path to get himself into the playoffs, and this is what it is. You and Highland have to lose out. One of you two has to lose out, and he has to maintain a point lead against both of you. Highland has Glenn and Max coming up, both teams that he is not favored to win against. So 
So I think his path definitely has to go through. I think Highland is, is his best chance. And then you've got Max and Danny. So you and Highland, all you got to do is win one more game, and that's it. And Rose has to lose one more game. And Rose is playing against Weiss, I believe, this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you and Highland just have to win one more game, and then he's done. Do you think Weiss can get himself into the playoffs? And if he does, is he the biggest threat to the bomb squad? I, I don't. And the reason, like, I think, yeah. So, yes, he's the biggest threat to the bomb squad, period, full stop. Um, Matt Ryan has looked bad. Awful. Um, and he's gotten some, like, he's had some games where he's putting up 25 points, but he's mm-hmm. looked bad. Julio is hurt. Alvin Kamara now has Taysom Hill to deal with who's not dumping the ball off to him. Weiss has, I'm not kidding, like, I mean, aside from Bomb Squad, the most talented team in the league, in my opinion. Just period. Um, yeah, I but with that. that. But with that said, like, he's, you know, he keeps, his team keeps finding ways to lose. And even if he wins out, he needs a lot to happen. And so I think if Julio doesn't play this week for whatever reason, right, um, and, you know, one of these guys doesn't put up the numbers. Like, I think his point lead is diminishing, and that's probably the most important thing. Is like, you know, I think two weeks ago, Weiss had 150 points on me. Now he's got – now he's up 15 points. Yeah, well, when you put up 70. Right. So, like – Pretty difficult. So, like, all, all that's to say – well, he had a couple bad weeks in a row. Well, I guess, no, he did okay against Bomb Squad. You know, he put up Right, he had the second most points in the league right. against Bomb yeah. Squad. Yeah, well, that was a terrible week across the board. But, anyway, all that's to say, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but I, like his point lead isn't monstrous anymore. I mean, he's only beaten Roventini by 20 points, 25 points. Agreed. And right? so like, it's, you know, Ro, he, Roventini could easily finish with more points than him. So even if Weiss wins out and Roventini only loses one, Roventini could, could very well finish on top. hundred percent. And I, I blame, I blame sometimes when you have so much talent, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse. But the fact that he didn't move one of those receivers for a running back has really come back to bite him because there's been multiple weeks now where he's put either A.J. Brown or McLaren on the bench, and that has really hurt his team. So when you have that many options, you're going to make mistakes. And not giving yourself the opportunity to make those mistakes is 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 what – really separate it's probably the difference between him making the playoffs and not making the playoffs if he had traded brown or mclaren for a serviceable running back honestly if he had if he had kept most eh, actually no because most has been hurt but i think you understand what i'm trying to say there is that yeah he is he's made his bed so let's go into or even you know what like you know what we're not talking about and weiss i love you man but like i think weiss has like 80 bucks left of fab like he's pulling the anti-gold farb here like it's one thing if you're bomb squad and you're nine and two and you still have most of your fab like whatever good for right. you bro but like weiss has by far the second most dollars right so you got bomb squad at 95 they don't need to spend dollars on anything weiss at 80 the next highest fab budget is 32 and it's danny z so like all that's to say i i dropped a ton of money on boston, boston scott a few weeks ago when i when i was too like really down in the dumps because I needed somebody that I could play at running back. Like Montgomery sucked. Every Chubb was out. Everybody was hurt. 
Like I, I, I had nothing and I knew that Sanders was out. So I spent like, I don't know, 15 or 16 bucks a fab. And if, if Weiss had just like gone to the, to the bucket one of those weeks for a decent RB2, like Jamal Williams for a couple of weeks, I think it would be a different conversation. I, I think you are, you could not be more right. He has mismanaged a ton of talent and that's why he is probably not going to make the playoffs this year. So into the, into the awards. Yeah. So for game of the week, I had two, two games that were really on opposite sides of the spectrum from a volume perspective. I don't know if you agree with my picks, um, but I'll let, I think, I'll let I'll you just say before you say this, I, I think there is one game of the week this past week. I mean, it's gotta be, it's gotta be ISIS and, and AJ. No, the one game of the week is absolutely dusty and Weiss because that game was fucking bananas. Like I was watching closely because if Weiss lost, it just put me in a hell of a lot better position, right? For a whole bunch of reasons. And I didn't know I was going to put up 150. And so I would, like, I checked into that game a few different times and it was like the projections just kept going back and forth, back and forth. Right. Um, So it was, it was wild. Like Julio Jones, I think had one reception through three quarters because he was, he got pulled out with a hamstring. And he came back in the fourth quarter and made one catch. And all of a sudden, like Weiss was projected to win. Like, like little, like one, like one meaningless 15 yard catch was the kind of thing that was flipping the line back and forth, back and forth. Um, and, and then obviously just like the fucking finish, like the reason Weiss lost is because Marquez Valdez scanning, scantling cost, caught one goddamn pass. I think it was like with a minute left in the fourth quarter. Right. Otherwise he loses that game. And, and, and then on top of that, you got like the green Bay defense. I don't know. I just thought it was fucking wild. Cause like the, yeah. the other game, yeah, there's tons of talent and there's tons of points, but it was one of those things where it was like, listen, AJ's putting up fucking points, but the bomb squad's going to win. Like they're both putting up tons of points. Agreed. The final score of AJ and bomb squad was a lot like Kelsey. Kelsey got his points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That true. game was within six to seven points. Yeah. The it, entire it way through. But even, but like, at that point, like Alaire had already had two TDs. Like Alaire needed to put up a 30 spot to win. Right. But Alaire, you know what I mean? Like Alaire, I don't think, and AJ, you could tell me, did Alaire get hurt mid game? No. He wasn't on the field for the fourth quarter, I don't think. I think they were just using Bell because they were more passing at that point. Yeah. They, they were well, either way. to seal it up. And, and Bell's the passing down guy, which blows, but. Either way, Sucks that was a great game. Yeah, but I said this last week. This is just not Weiss's year. Like, yeah. it's not. He's zero and two in his last two games. He's lost by a combined four point two points. Jesus, yeah, that's brutal. That's he lost brutal. by point eight this week. He lost by three point four the week before. Yeah, it's just not his year. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, but that's wild. He, it sucks. The second best team in the league is not going to make the playoffs. Yep, no, it's true. Second most talented team will not will not make the playoffs. That's that's tough. Um, and, just, and also, just like shout is. out to Dusty, like the kid just finds ways to win. Like he started Baltimore's D, which obviously shit the bed compared to what like New Orleans went in, went berserk. Um, and like he still found a way to win. Like these little things. You know, just 
tip my cap. All right, good for him. 100%. Toilet bowl of the week. <clears throat> You're featured. Yeah. Two Browns, one cup. Shoot up. Of course, the voices, Cinco de Finco. I believe you won this game by, hey, so you do the quick math here since you're really good at it. Like, that's not funny. You're, you're being a dick. You won this game by 60 points. No, I didn't. Highland. I did not win the game by 60 points. I won the game by 59. It was 153. Points. I won the game by 59.87 points. Okay. I'm sorry. You are right. My mistake. I want to talk about Highland. Okay. 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 All the trades that he's made. Yeah. He tried to get Zeke to make himself a championship team. Zeke showed up, by the way. Like Zeke finally yeah. put up some points. First hundred yard game all year is what I what I read. Zeke was actually his high scorer. Yeah. Regardless. Let's just say that trade worked out and Zeke was his high point man. Yeah. Since he made that trade to win a championship and give up a first round pick. Highland has averaged 98 points per game. Yep. The bomb squad has averaged 142 points per game. Yeah, but that's a bad example. Like, compare them to a normal team. I'm not. I'm comparing them to the reason you trade a first-round pick. The only reason is because you think you are going to win a championship this year. So if it was one – let's say he's putting up 130 to ISIS's 142. That's within reason. When you are being outscored by that much, you never had a chance. Yeah. You overvalued your team beyond comparison. Yeah, maybe. And, and, and who does? And Highland's got Glenn this week, right? Highland could very easily lose out. Who am I rooting for in this game? I'm rooting for Glenn, right? No question to go eight and four and to make make Highland six and six. I believe if Glenn wins and Rose loses to wife you're in really you clinch yes oh let's fucking go blessed go glenn i believe go glenn go weiss let's rage class of 95 said, no you need to win well either way if you win you're in you well, win one those, game, no, no 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 I, I have to win and something has to happen this week or yeah. i have to win and rose has to lose or something like that so i know that we're talking about the toilet bowl here and this was this was a gross game uh highland's team really does stink but when I was going through like the averages, I was just curious about how much better this bomb squad team is than any other team that we've seen. So I went to like the league record page. AJ prior to this team had the most points per game in league history at 123 points per game. The bomb squad right now for the season is averaging 138 points per game. I believe they have five games where they're over four games out of 11 where they're over 150 points. This team is on another fucking level. Yep. Well said. Another level. Well, said. thanks AJ. Yeah. Fucking AJ. Um, should we move on to the shot of the week? Yeah. I mean, I guess you can give me the Lee Finer reward that Kevin gave me for not starting Cleveland's defense. Yeah, no, you, um, you deserve that. That was dumb. I didn't really have a shot of the week. I said Weiss's whole team besides his kicker. <laughs> I think I think most people in that game count for shot of the week on both sides, right? Like Adrian Peterson, eighteen rush yards. Baltimore D minus one. Like that's you don't expect that. 
Green Bay zero against a, a, like a mediocre Indianapolis offense is tough. But you know what? When you look across Weiss's team, I don't think it's anybody. It's that anybody totally sharded. It's just that nobody stood out. Like McLaurin put up ten, Kamara put up ten, Metcalf put up twelve. Like Ryan, I mean Matt Ryan certainly like sharded by not getting to ten points. Julio yeah. at five is always tough. I don't know. Yeah. Um, just tough to be Weiss right now. It is. I feel bad for the kid. I really do. But fuck him. It's his own fault. So. I know it's getting close to dinner time. We're, we're pushing the oh, boundaries yeah, we're, here. We're, we're certainly at dinner time. And I think you have decided to create an ad this week. Thank you for participating in this, well, in this it's process. It's not me. It's just, you know, it's just a word from our, from our sponsors that's going to come to you live. Uh, live no, 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 no. But you secured the ad. Like you were the one that, that signed the contract. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go. Every hour, A.J. Ventura makes a move in fantasy football that often makes his team worse. With zero dollars of free agent budget left, he has no choice but to give away future picks with the hopes of coming in ninth place instead of 10th, or to pick up Gardner Menchu, which he actually did today, so that he can do something. We need kind and caring people, people like you, to donate to A.J.'s fab budget and give him what he needs. To continue to distract himself from wedding planning and give him what he needs to find purpose between Tuesday and Saturday, each and every week. For just $1 a week, you can ensure people like AJ have the fab they need to keep chucking along and find some comfort here. Beautiful. Wow. Well, Unfortunately, I don't have any money in my fab budget either, so I can't really donate to AJ's <laughs> cause. When I saw that he picked up Gardner Menchie this week, I was like, holy shit. Although he did pick up golf after, so tip my cap to AJ. I think that's a good move. Um, I agree. I do but hey, man, let's, you know, I'm actually most stoked for this next segment, which is the betting lines. Let's talk about so, last week for a second, huh? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I, no. I, um, I, I couldn't believe it when I went through this today. So – I went three and three, which is respectable for picking overs. I, for some reason, picked Kevin Moneyline just because, you know, I think I did want this to be um, really competitive this week and really have everything on the line. But regardless, getting cover, I went three and three. You went six and oh. Is unheard of, but as anybody who knows anything about gambling knows, that means you'll probably go zero and six this week. Yeah, that's true. I actually don't even remember what my picks were. Did you? Did we store these somewhere? Yeah, I saved them on my phone. Hold on one second. Oh, because I'm looking at. Oh, here we go. Here were last week's betting lines. So we had Danny and Kev. So I must have taken Danny eight minus eight and a half. Right. Yep. And I took. took, No, you took Kevin plus eight and a half. Kevin covered by like point. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, because Kevin covered. Yeah, so I, I picked you Kevin. Casey, Kev, you went, you went Kev under two hundred. Yep. You went Ian minus seven and a half over two thirty-five. Yep. And then you went yourself over two twenty. Thank God for Devontae uh, Adams, huh? Man. Pretty impressive, though. Pretty right. goddamn yeah. impressive. Lucky to be good, good to be lucky, right? So, um, so let's go on to next week. To to this week. 
Let's do it. Go ahead. You start. Okay. So we got, um, oh, we got some breaking news just in. Um, the sea urchin ceviches uh, seem to be firing their entire management staff and changing their name to the Jewish football team. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> I heard that wrong. It was Will Fork for Food. Um, so they will be playing. This is Will Fork for Food that will be playing against Cooler Heads Prevail. Um, this, uh, I mean, this is a pick em. Uh And I will take 210 is a, is a good strong line. I will take Kevin and I will take the under. Unfortunately, this is a game that you're never supposed to bet emotionally. Yeah. I have to. Okay. After hearing what the beer combine is, I know that that's going to be a miserable experience for me. Oh, yeah. I think the workout stuff, I'll be okay on minus the bench, which I'll embarrass myself on. Yep. I'm taking myself minus 110 okay. with Samaj P. Ryan leading the way. And I'm going to take the over in this game. I think this is going to surprise some people. I think we'll both score over 100 points this week. Um, over 105 points, actually, if you look at the line of 210. So I'm going to be taking myself over 210. I think it's going to be a battle, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. I mean, it's going to be a battle, but I don't think you guys are going to score over. I just think Thanksgiving week, we're going to have some ugly weather, I'm sure. And both your teams suck. So let's, um, let's move on to the next one. Bomb squad and dusty 18 and a half. That is a line right there. If you, you look at this Yahoo's, one if you look at Yahoo's projection, know, by 50, the way, 52. It's, it's a lot more. So I was points, yeah. very conservative. But here. that's without Dusty playing a wide receiver one or an RB one because both McCaffrey and Galladay are out, but they're in his lineup. So he's going to put – like right. Gus Edwards is going to start. Like I think, I think it, like Yahoo's projection is probably going to be around 30. Well, well that's, that's what, I, that's what I, I took that into consideration when making the line. Sure. Um, I did. I saw that yeah. Gus was on the bench. I knew yeah. that CNC wasn't playing. Yeah. That's why it's 18 and a half and not 27 and a half. Okay. So, um, I think I'm picking – I got to pick Bomb Squad here, minus 18 and a half. Yep. Uh, I, I'd like it to be competitive. I'd like, it to be, I'd like to be wrong here. But that team is just a unit, and no one ever got rich betting against the Bomb Squad. Yeah. So, I'll be taking the Bomb year. Squad, minus 18 and a half. And based on Dusty's performance these last couple of weeks, I'm going to be taking the under as well. Yeah, no, I'm same, same here. Taking bomb squad, minus 18 and a half, taking the under for sure. Okay. And then now we got, now we got the best, the best line of, of the week, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. I, oh, know, by the way, I, if you want to take, if you want to take uh, either of these teams straight up, it's bomb squad minus 600 and Dusty Hopkins plus 480. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say, I think that uh, I'm not saying this because I'm part of it. I think this is the best game this week. I think you and Kevin is, is going to be a phenomenal game. Like it's going to be a Weiss and, and dusty game from last week, right? Like it's going to well, be right. ugly. Me and Kevin is going to be competitive and there's a lot on the line. Me and um, Kevin is going to be like 
back when Jacksonville and Tennessee both sucked and they played on Thursday with those gross jerseys and you're like, mm. oh, it's fucking on. So I guess yeah. I'll watch it. Yes, but you know exactly. it's going to be a disgusting game despite yeah. it being potentially competitive. And, and I think I – think, so I haven't had a close game all year. I've either lost by a lot or won by like a decent amount. And I think this might be the first time that doesn't happen and it would make sense because it's like I actually like really care this week, so I'm going to be fucking miserable in front of the whole in front of the tv like all through sunday and then all, all the way through monday night stressed about it because he's got he's got carson going monday night um but yeah i mean first of all surprise this pittsburgh and baltimore game got got flipped like from you know from thursday night initially i was feeling really good about pittsburgh defense because you know you're missing the two running backs more and more players on baltimore testing positive you know lamar jackson the offense doesn't have a lot of time to prepare so i was just stoked about pittsburgh d and even like kind of stoked about Claypool against Baltimore's defense. On, you know, There's on, a good chance that game gets canceled. So what happens to me if the game gets canceled? I just have to replace all my players, right? Correct. Yeah, that, that would, I think that would just be really shitty for the league. Like, you know, it would. You know, like, can I, like, I can replace Andrews with Jordan Reed. Like, sure. Uh, I don't feel great about it, but I can do it. I can replace Claypool with Montgomery or James White. Uh, or Sterling Shepard, not not terrible options. The defense would be an issue, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, uh, you, you said you think there's a good chance the game doesn't get played, or there's just a chance. Well, it sounds like there's an outbreak in Baltimore. Like, I don't understand how it's going to get better in three days. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I do think there is a there is a real world possibility that this game get can- gets canceled. Fortunately, actually, this is, yeah, fortunately, it's, it's the one, it's one fifteen on Sunday, yeah. which means you'll have an opportunity well beforehand to know if you need to plug someone in and play them. So yeah. it won't screw you in terms of you'll start someone because it's a later game and then you don't have anyone to replace them. But that's, that's the situation right now. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's, it's confusing times to say the least, in my opinion. Um, but we will, uh, we will see how it shakes out. So uh, anyway, uh, all that's to say, assuming that like, I will make these picks contingent on the fact that that doesn't happen, that the game doesn't get canceled. Um, I, I, think I, can, I think I can upset Yanni Banks. Um, I'm, I'm scared about the matchups that I have. Uh, I think I don't like Devontae against Chicago, even though people say he's matchup proof. Uh, I don't love Cooper Cup against San Francisco. I don't love Claypool against Baltimore but I think I have enough to make it happen. Um, and uh, I think Atlanta's defense is, is, do, is actually better than people think and will do okay against Josh Jacobs. Look what they did against Kamara last week. I think Philly's run defense is good enough to make t- life tough for Carson. Um, so we'll see. Um, but uh, but I, I, think I, I think I can, I can upset and I will, I will say over and I think it's going to be damn close. So are you taking yourself with the points or are you taking yourself straight up? Taking myself straight up, plus 125. Okay. And you're taking the over? Taking the over. So I tend to agree with you. I, I think your team is – like I think this line is right on the money, and I agree. This is far and away the best matchup of the week. Two playoff teams, two teams that we talked about in the first half of this show – that can be competitive against ISIS in the playoffs. You've had 
no close games, as you've said. So this line does scare me in a sense. However, I'm not going to take you to win straight up. I think there's a chance that this, this does fall in between that four and a half number. Mm, yeah. I'm going to take you plus four and a half and I'm going to take the over of yep. 245. And those are my picks for this week. Myself awesome. over 210 bomb squad under 260, two Browns, one cup plus four and a half over 245. Lock it up. Bet your mortgage on it. By the way, last week, bet my mortgage on you and now i can afford a house that's fifty thousand dollars so that's great You're welcome just like that <laughs> all right guys well thanks everybody for listening have a happy thanksgiving have a great weekend good luck this week absolutely love you guys happy thanksgiving hopefully next year we can do this actually live from fiddle six and be 13 years older than everyone else in that bar good night <laughs> So when I did, she wouldn't want to answer this If you responded back with a battle rap, you wrote for cannabis I strangled you to death and I choked you again And break your fucking legs till your bones poke through your skin You beef with me, I'ma even a score equally Take you on Jerry Springer and beat your ass legally I get too blunted off a of funny homegrown Cause when I smoke out, I hit the trees harder than Sonny Bono oh, no. So if I said I never did drugs That would mean I lie and get fucked more than the president does Hillary Clinton tried to slap me and call me a pervert I ripped the fucking tonsils out and fed a server. My nerves hurt, and lately I'm on edge. Grab vanilla ice and ripped out his blonde red. Every girl I ever went out with is going mad. Follow me and do exactly what the song says. Smoke weed, take pills, drop out of school. Kill people and drink and jump behind the wheel like it was still legal. I'm dumb enough to walk in a store and steal. So I'm dumb enough to ask for a date with Lauren Hill. Some people only see that I'm white, ignoring skill. Cause I stand out like a green hat with an orange bill. But I don't get pissed. I don't even see through the mist. How the fuck can I be white? I don't even exist. I get a clean 